Hello, and welcome to the Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. I know you've been waiting for us. You've been just sitting out there for about 24 hours now, just waiting <laughs> for the Two Minute Drill to get started. And lucky you, we're here. I'm Nate Jones, host of the Two Minute Drill. With me, as always, is my co-host with the most, Philip Oki Thomas. How are you doing today, Philip? I'm doing very well, Nate. Now that I heard the news that we're first going to be talking about, um, this is some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's We have a great show for you guys today, and of course, the NBA being the best league in the world, there's news every day, even on like off days. We're technically in the All-Star break right now, so we should be kind of on a dead news, just preparing for the All-Star weekend. Mm-hmm. Nope, <laughs> big news today. Um, we'll talk about that, all that and more. First, I have to address the elephant in the room. Uh, Philip, you're wearing a John Wall jersey. I know this is great radio because none I... of you can see this right now none of you can see it but all of you can feel it (laughs) you know can you explain why you've stayed loyal to the wizards franchise you know you mentioned to me a couple weeks ago that you might be changing fandoms i said celtics fandoms open uh you heard that the miami heat one is closed for whatever reason uh so why have you stuck with the wizards even though they're terribly run franchise you know a couple weeks ago i just wasn't in the right mindset you know i was angry I was upset with John Wall, you know, out another year and stuff. And, you know, I was borderline, borderline about to become a Kings fan. I was this close to pulling the trigger and buying a Bogdan Bogdanovich jersey. But something came over me whenever I was about to click that. It was like, it was like somebody up above was telling me, don't do it. Stick with the Wizards. Your future is bright. And I think so, you know. I think our future is bright. We got rid of people we needed to get rid of on the team. I'm not angry about that, no matter how you think I might be. I am going to stick with the Wizards for the rest of my life. Because that's my team, and that's who I rep. Scott Brooks, me and him are on good terms. Bradley Beal, he's taken us to the playoffs. Don't quote me on that. Um, John Wall, he's going to come back even more explosive than ever. He's going to lose all that weight. He's going to be looking right, not looking like a bum like he did at the beginning of the season. Let's go, baby. Wizards all the way. Wizards. I know you see this jersey. I know you feel this jersey. Number two, it takes two to ball. Okay. Two to ball. Two to tango. Wall to the wall, baby. Wall to wall. Yes. All right, so that was great. I was inspired. But I, I just want to give you a, a bit of a reality check here. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that John Wall recently tore his Achilles uh, by slipping on ice outside of his Washington, D.C. home. I'm guessing that's where he lives. Yes. Um, so the biggest thing here is the Achilles injury is very tough to come back from. He's out a whole year, like 12 months. He will not be able to play again until February slash March of 2020. How are you still inspired? Why did you spend money on that jersey when this dude's not going to be playing basketball and he could be traded in between that time? I don't make the best economic decisions, but I do make decisions out of just, you know, I make quick decisions. Yeah. Pull the trigger. Boom, boom, boom. I bought it. I know John Wall is going to be out for a year. I know it's going to be very hard for him to come back from this. But I have faith in him. 
because I'm a person that just puts my faith in others. You know, I think, I think it, I'm going to speak it into existence right now. Wizards going to the Eastern Conference Finals 2020. All right. Well, well quote folks, me on that. <laughs> folks, we'll see if that happens. When it doesn't, you can just uh, go to Philip's house. The addresses. <laughs> uh, anyways. All right. So we have a great show for you guys today. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of fun stuff. And the first thing is related to the Anthony Davis saga. And if you don't know what happened with Anthony Davis, he requested a trade, I'd say about two to three weeks before the trade deadline. Uh, his agent, Rich Paul, who's part of the Clutch Sports Management, which is owned by LeBron James, or he's a part owner, partner. Is LeBron James has stake in this company for sure. And they requested a trade. And for what we believed, that... Uh, their GM was working on this trade the whole time with Magic Johnson. Uh, well, it was just announced today by Adrian Wojnarowski. He dropped a Woj bomb on all of us. I don't think anyone was expecting nope. before the All-Star weekend. Uh, Dell Dumps, is that his name? Dell Dumps. Dell Dumps. Yeah. <laughs> now he's in the dumps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dell Dumps has been fired by the Pelicans. A lot of it is the frustration with how Anthony Davis has been acting since the whole trade deadline went on and how it all happened and we just like to congratulate him on keeping his job for eight years because he's made a lot of poor decisions uh this being probably his worst he thought he was going to ruin the chemistry of the lakers by some things there's just a lot of questionable things mr del demps i'm gonna keep saying del dumps now del demps did during his tenure it's not shocking he got fired but it's shocking how the management is reacting to this yeah a lot of it is like they're saying now they want a man, a manager to their GM to get a trade quickly. They are tired of Anthony Davis and they want this saga, um, this time with Anthony Davis to end very quickly. What do you think about all this? You know, I you were surprised by it as well. What happened? You know, what's happening in this Pelicans organization right now? Um, I think they're kind of having not buyer's remorse because they didn't buy into trading him so would it be like yeah. not buying remorse like yeah that's i feel like that's the way i can sum it up is just they i think they're regretting not trading anthony davis now i think they're kind of regretting the way they look as an organization through this whole saga with anthony davis trade talks with Magic Johnson, ridiculous claims of, you know, asking for just way too much, basically asking for everything but LeBron James in the Staples Center. Um, I think they fired Dell Demps, one, as a PR move to just okay. kind of make themselves look better, kind of make themselves look like they're back on the reins, but at the same time, that should have been like they just should have traded Anthony Davis whenever the trade um the trade period was happening. I think there's not much they can do right now. Like what can they honestly do? Or are they gonna buy out Anthony Davis? Like like we talked about earlier, that's a you said that's a lot of money for them to be doing that. So I think the new GM is going to be hesitant. I think they're going to have a hard time um, getting a new GM. So, 
I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna happen, but it's gonna be a difficult position for somebody, especially with they're like looking at this person to find a way for the organization and Anthony Davis to separate. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. So I'm gonna le- read some of Adrian Wojnarowski's tweets today, um, so everyone gets a sense of what they the organization is saying now and what they're gonna do to move on. So. Uh, his first two was New Orleans as part of ways with GM Dale Demps. League sources tell ESPN. Ownership was livid with an injured Anthony Davis le- leaving arena during Thursday night's game, sources say. Gail Benson is telling associates she wants an overhaul of Pelicans and a search for a GM to take command of Davis' trade talks and the reshaping of the team's future. Ownership and senior management have been pleased with coach Alvin Gentry and his staff and believe players are largely responding in what's been a tumultuous stretch, sources tell ESPN. Ownership's plan with a new GM will be continuing to push back on Anthony Davis' preferred trade destinations if they don't make sense for Pelicans, especially with a full year left on his contract, per sources. So that's what's going on in New Orleans right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that they're pushing back on his preferred trade destinations. Yeah. Obviously, you signed a contract. Like if you're you're in any other job, and you want to go to another job, and you have a contract, you know I'm not a professional yet, but I I don't think that you would be able to be like, well, I want to work here now. Yeah. Even though I signed to work here for two years, it doesn't really happen that way, and nope. especially when the company's expecting you to make, you know, to do your job for the next two years mm-hmm. because they signed it, it's going to be hard for them to find a replacement quickly. Yeah. And I think that's where the Pelicans are. Anthony Davis is one of the top 20 players in this league. They expect him to be a top 20 player for the Pelicans. And so unless they can get, I think they're probably looking for a top 30 player in return at least. Or a lot of draft picks. But I'm just like, the reason I think, feel like the organization feels like they're, they've looked stupid is because they had the ability to have Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, maybe even like Rajon Rondo and Lance Stevenson or Lance Stevenson and get like a first round pick. Yeah. For me, that is just like a no brainer why you would like you would trade the player that's saying they don't want to be on your team anymore. Like it's just it's just it's just simple to me. But I understand the New Orleans Pelicans mindset at the time of not wanting to be bullied by a bigger market like Los Angeles is. Yeah, no, I agree. Stuff. But, you know, it's now they're looking like they have to like clean up, clean up the mess that they've made. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure. The biggest thing is they can honestly keep Anthony Davis, like legally in their rights, they can keep this player for the next season as well. I don't know how productive. I didn't know about him leaving the stadium during last night's game. I, I, I saw that on Instagram. Okay. That's... It looked like he was leaving with Rich Paul, his manager. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll we'll dive into this in a second. But, I yeah, he's not going to be productive. He's having a poor attitude in this whole thing. Mm. Honestly, you know, I don't know you don't... I know you don't follow baseball very closely, but there's something kind of similar going on with a player, Manny Machado. He's one of the best players in the league. Okay. He made a couple poor decisions during the playoffs. 
Now, it's hard for him to find a team that's willing to pay him a lot of money and take a chance on him. He did dirty things. He showed lack of effort, different things like that. That is what Anthony Davis is showing right now. If I'm a team, I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I want to give him a max deal for six-plus years. Yeah. And that's hurting him. He should just play hard until, you know, until he gets traded or anything else. It's just, it's sad to see. Um, but the next thing we should talk about is Rich Paul. Hmm. What are your thoughts on him? I I have a pretty negative perspective right now just because I think a lot of what he's done is not necessarily ethical or right or different things like that. What do you think? I, I'm, I'm still, like, so-so on him. I don't hate him. I don't love him because I feel like recent things have come out about Rich Paul whenever it comes to just making up lies. Like, I don't know if you saw the story about how some of people in the Celtics organization think that Rich Paul just started this rumor that Kyrie isn't going to be there wow. for very long and stuff. And I if I don't know if that's true, but if it is true, that's a problem in the NBA when we're having managers that are managing players that aren't even like that managers that are managing players, but also man like managers that aren't managing certain players talking about them leaving an organization and stuff like that. Even though Kyrie has come out and said like, you know, wait till my decision on July 1st and stuff like that. So it's up in the air already if he's going to be staying in Boston or not. But if it's like kind of amplified through it, Rich Paul and all these other, you know, um, sources and all these other avenues. Yeah. That's whenever it becomes a problem with me. I think Rich Paul, I think he's doing his job as a manager. You can't, you can sometimes like that. You can sometimes not and stuff. So even with this like whole Anthony Davis situation, I would like for Anthony Davis's manager to stay in the background where he is ultimately supposed to be. Yeah, no, I agree hundred percent. And I think there's going to be a lot of negativity towards clutch sports as a whole because of all of this. Mm -hmm. And we could see an overall on how agents are allowed to maneuver within the NBA. Adam Silver is like, he is a no-nonsense kind of commissioner. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't like something, he changes it yeah. with little to no pushback because people, he's a good leader. He's an excellent leader. He does a lot for his players. And I think that's a great thing. You know, you saw the whole Donald Sterling thing. Mm -hmm. He acted in two days and like, things that you would never imagine having another sports league that quickly. Yeah. Um, to completely take a team's, a man's ownership of a team is kind of unheard of before mm -hmm. that. And so Adam Silver, I think, will look at this and, you know, they already find Anthony Davis, quote unquote, really rich Paul for tampering. Yeah. So he's obviously not cool with all of this going on. And I think they'll continue to be not cool with it going on. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see what happens and how agents are able to maneuver within this league. So I think that'll be very interesting as we move forward. So we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to talk about, and not Anthony Davis, we just talked about Anthony Davis. We're going to talk about Isaiah Thomas. Oh, yeah. Uh, he made his return to the NBA court. We are happy to have him. I thought he was going to drop 50. He dropped eight. We'll talk all about, about all that and more right here on the 2-Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. 
Hello, and we are back. We are the host of Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. I'm Nate Jones, and with me, as always, is my Wizards-loving co-host, John Walt. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Phil Bucky Thomas. <laughs> uh, we're still doing well here on the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And so the next thing we're going to talk about is he's one of my favorite players. I know Philip loves him, uh, and that's Isaiah Thomas. Uh, he made his 2019 NBA debut for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, it's a big moment for the Denver Nuggets and him as well. He has been out for 11 months. Um, he went and got the same surgery he had in between 2017 after 2017 season. He got the surgery done again in March of 2018, excuse me, and he is now back officially. He only scored eight points for the Nuggets. He looked a little rusty at times, uh, but he got a really warm reception from Nuggets fans. Uh, ended in a W, and I think this is going to be a start of a really good thing for the Nuggets. What do you think of his return? Are you happy to have him back? I'm so happy to have one of my favorite players, not only just on the court, but off the court as well. Huge inspiration to many people. Yeah. Um, not just what he did for the Celtics, but just you know sticking with basketball, sticking with um, just being kind of like shopped around as like a player that's not going to be relevant in the league, yeah. but, you know, proving all the haters wrong. But oh, yeah. whenever he came into the game in Denver, it, like, gave me just a rush of excitement, just, like, how everybody, you know, stood up immediately for him, showed him the love that he deserved, and, you know, why he should take, like, why his future in Denver is going to be a good thing. Not just for the city, not just for the team, but for, you know, I'd say him and him as well, him and his family as well. Um, I was so happy whenever he hit that three. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. thank you. Like, I don't know. It was just like, it was, it was just the icing on the cake after that. After the ovation, he gets the ball, sinks the three. Everybody just goes wild. I was, I was literally just like, I wasn't crying, but I was just... Like, on the verge, tears yeah, on the verge of tears. I was smiling from like cheek to cheek. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And the end the game with a W as well is just even better. Yeah, it was it was so great to see him back on the court. In the Pepsi Center, I, I thought it was pretty cool he got to do it at a home game as well. The crowd loved him. He got a standing ovation when he entered the court for the first time. Mm -hmm. What I love about him is his confidence and his just like I think you also call it, like, survivability. Like, yeah. he's been through so much. And he was asking his press conference, like, what he expects. And, like, he just has this belief that he is one of the best players in the NBA when he is ready to go and healthy. Mm -hmm. And that is the kind of confidence that will keep you going. Because yeah. after going through two hip surgeries, especially, they're pretty brutal. They're career enders in yeah. some cases. He looked pretty good for a guy that should have had a career-ending injury. I'm excited for him. And man, does he make that Nuggets team so much more scary when we head into the playoffs. Yeah. Because you think about, he dropped 53 points on the Wizards in a playoff game. Off the bench, the dude can drop 30 to 40 if he needs to. Put him in his starting role if he has a hot hand. Like Mike Malone has the easiest job in the NBA now. Oh, yeah. You, some people might say Steve Kerr does, but I think his is a little harder because he has more personalities. Yeah. This is a team before they they get big. You, we look at the Celtics two years ago. This is 
where they were at. Mm. Just a lot of talent, young talent, no expectations. They're ready to go. Now the Celtics have all these chemistry issues that we'll probably talk about later. <laughs> but right now, the Nuggets are just in this. They all love each other. They're all doing great things for each other. I'm so excited to see what this team does in the playoffs. If they go far, they're going to be the story of these playoffs. If they take down the Warriors, they're going to be immortalized, basically. Yes. Because this is the all-star lineup team. that Everyone's like, oh, it's over for everyone else. Now, if anyone can beat them, it's this team. And I would like to remind everyone that's listening right now, Isaiah Thomas plays really, really well against the Warriors. Give him seven games, he'll drop 50 each game if he wants. I can't wait for him to really get going. Mm-hmm. I really want that City Edition Isaiah Thomas jersey. Uh, I do believe I signed up for the pre-order. <laughs> so I am excited for all that and more. Um, but yeah, what do you think the future... We'll just talk about the Nuggets here. Mm-hmm. I believe they're second in the Western Conference right now. Mike yep. Malone, he gets to coach the All-Star team because they have the best record when they have that coaching deadline. What do you think the Nuggets' ceiling is? Like, is the farthest they go to the Western Conference Finals? Or do you think, like, it is whatever this team wants it to be? I think it's whatever the team wants it to be. I'm not going to put a limit or a cap on, like, where they're going to go. Because, honestly, I feel like there could be an upset this uh, this ongoing in April and stuff like that once the playoffs start. Um, one thing I have to say, though, is, like you said, the Nuggets just gained so much more depth in their like starting lineup and then wall into their bench. I don't know where Isaiah Thomas is going to end up whenever it comes to being a starter or being a bench player, being a six man or something like that. But I feel that he knows that he can have a definite role in this team and make it count. Um, there's, I feel like there's no ceiling for the Nuggets right now whenever we view it as, you know, whenever going into the playoffs. Let's say, like, we started the playoffs today. Looking at the roster that, I mean, the Western Conference, you know, standings right now, they would play the San Antonio Spurs. I think, like, that would go, it'd be a good series, but they would they would come out on top. Yeah, five, you know, six games, yeah, probably. Five, six yeah, five, six games, and something like that. I think that I want to see Nuggets, Golden State, as the Eastern Conference Finals, like, matchup. I thought that'd be so great, not just for the state of Colorado, but the city of Denver as well, just being in that position. I'm not going to say that they're going to lose to the Warriors. I'm not going to say they're going to win against the Warriors because it's going to be, it's going to be like, if that was going, if that's the matchup, it's going to be like a nitty gritty game. Like, it's going to be hard as, as any probably like Western Conference final could possibly be. So, yeah, I'm getting chills thinking about that (laughs) matchup. I think it'd be so much fun. It'd be gritty. It'd be something we haven't really seen before in the Western Conference Finals when we talk about the teams the Warriors have had to play. They really haven't had a tough Western Conference matchup since they played the Thunder the year before uh, he left to go to the Warriors. So I think that's the biggest question mark here for all of these teams is, you know, if the Nuggets get there, will they be able to stop them? And I think they have all the pieces. If you just look at this team right now, Mason Plumlee is playing out of his mind off the bench. Like, he is one of the... He might win Sixth Man of the Year. If I had a vote in this, I'd vote him for Sixth Man of the Year. Mm -hmm. He's defensively unstoppable. And then when you put him and Jokic together, they run that pick and roll, and it's beautiful because Jokic is 
a very tall point guard. If mm-hmm. you look at his skill set and all that stuff. And then Jokic is becoming a superstar in front of our eyes. He hit a game winner uh, the other night in Isaiah Thomas's debut. He comes up big for this team all of the time. He's hitting triple doubles every which way. He's nothing. He's incredible. And then just his team, like Monte Morris, like all these other guys are really stepping up to the plate. And you're like, wow, this team. And then they're going to add a Michael Porter Jr. at some point. Yeah. Probably not this season, it looks mm-hmm. like. But they have, like, they still have one more level to go before they Jeez. are the Denver Nuggets that they mm-hmm. were meant to be at the beginning of the season. Man, are they scary to watch. Definitely. Even, like, what you said earlier, whenever it comes to the Warriors, like, Steve Kerr does have, like, a harder job right now because he has to manage all these personalities, all the egos and stuff like that. Nuggets, whenever I look at them, they're a cohesive team where players know their role, players know who the superstars are, players know who the crunch time players are and stuff. So there's no real question about whenever it comes to those clutch moments, who's going to get the ball. I feel like, you know, the hierarchy goes Jokic, then maybe Jamal Murray or Gary Harris, whoever's on the whoever's on the court and whoever's healthy at the time. And then I feel like after that, it might fall to Isaiah Thomas. And that's like the best thing for me to think about whenever it comes to the Denver Nuggets, whenever it comes to, you know, these clutch moments, these clutch time plays, these down to the wire moments like we had on Thursday with that tip by um, Jokic. It was just, it's it's unbelievable. The dude is playing unbelievable basketball and the whole team is just a well-oiled machine right now. Um, I There's nothing but up for them in the future. Yeah. And this year is their year to show the league that we're another powerhouse in the West. Like, I think that they're going to, I don't think they're going to get like major talent, like free agents this year, but uh, it's definitely, Denver's going to be on the map for sure. Yeah. Um, There was a poll done. We'll, We'll talk about this real quick. We'll take another break real quick. A uh, poll was done by Chris Hayes of Yahoo NBA, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he asked, he was asking NBA players, what moves did they like? This is all anonymous. We don't know which players he asked, how many he asked, all that stuff. Um, which teams did he like, did they like the moves of? Mm-hmm. Um, at the trade deadline or what teams are doing things right? And the two most noted teams were the Philadelphia 76ers and the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. So this is something people might not, it might not be on the radar, mm-hmm. but Denver Nuggets could land someone. You don't want to say Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant, like yeah. that is someone who could definitely land it. LeBron James held a meeting with the Denver Nuggets, which is kind of unheard of in the free agency thing. Mm-hmm. Coach Malone is loved and the general managers, they've been doing the right things when it comes to signing these players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's very exciting for this team right now. They might have like the problem the Celtics are having right now. They might have too much talent when it comes yeah. to the end of this season. Because Monte Morris is the biggest thing. He's been the huge biggest surprise. He had this breakout season. Mm-hmm. How does Isaiah Thomas now fit in long term? He, right. he only signed a one-year deal, but who are you going to choose? It, it becomes a lot of that. So I think we'll get all those questions answered soon enough. Yeah. But I'm excited to see where this all goes. It should be a lot of fun. 
we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about the Celtics chemistry. We'll be right back. Hello, hello. We are back. Yes, we are back. And we're hoping to go back to back and winning Best Sports Talk Show at the IBS Awards Intercollegiate Broadcasting System, not the Irritable Bowel Movement. Uh, <laughs> Irritable Bowel, yeah. Irritable Syndrome? Syndrome, syndrome yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> awards. Uh, it's Intercollegiate Broadcasting System Awards. I will be in New York in less than two weeks now. Yep. And we will be hoping to go back to back for Best Sports Talk Show. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening. And if you want to get updates on whether we win it or if we lose it, uh, we will be posting all this stuff on Twitter at the Two Minute Trail. And also give uh, UCCS Radio a follow. Uh, we're on Twitter at UCCS Online Radio. You can give us a like on Facebook, UCCS Radio. On Instagram at UCCS Radio. There's some beautiful pictures of me on there. I think Philip's on there. Yep. Great stuff. Hey, if you want to have a show like Philip and I do, we have several shows. Yep. Uh, one of them is about offshore drilling. Just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at radio at uccs.edu. All right. So let's talk about the Celtics real quick. Uh, as most of you guys know, I am a Celtics fan. So this comes with a lot of bias. There's a lot of stuff going on. And I don't buy a lot of it. So I follow Danny Ainge on Twitter. And we're also good friends. And so Danny Ainge and I were talking. It, this was a dream, probably, but we were talking. I think Kyrie. I think they have in writing, not signed or anything. They have a contract deal. So I don't think Kyrie is going anywhere in July. The whole fun thing. I just think Morris was worried about how this team liked each other. They've won two tough games back to back. This is a very good team. They're still going to go far. I still like them out of the East. I think they'll learn to have a little more fun. This is a lot of pressure on such a young team. That's why it seems like they're not, quote-unquote, having fun. And Morris's comments were just to inspire his teammates to have fun and to beat everybody. And that's what they're going to continue to do. They beat the 76ers, who should be the best team in the East. They beat them and had a bead crying at the rest. That's a victory in my book. That's how the Eastern Conference Finals is going to go. And I will allow you to rebuke that. Viewers, don't listen to anything they just said. <laughs> Kyrie. They is, are listeners, so that, you know. Kyrie. <laughs> viewers, listeners, whoever. <laughs> Kyrie is leaving Boston July 1st, and he's packing his bags, and he's heading to New York, baby. Okay? He's heading to the Knicks. He's going to have a great future with the Knicks. I believe it. I believe it. So, and Nate, don't even try to cut off my mic. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you one other thing that's going to happen as well. Jason Tatum is going to go to New Orleans. You heard it first. You heard it here first. You heard the news that he wouldn't mind being the star of the New Orleans Pelicans. He doesn't mind being the king of the Smoothie, of the Smoothie King Center, wherever it's called. Smoothie Kings. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, Smoothie King, yeah. Smoothie King. He doesn't mind being the Smoothie King. We have one of those in College Springs. Oh. I found that the other day. I had no idea. I thought they were... I didn't know they are an actual company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not actually coming to these spot stadium rides. Yeah. Yeah, you're wrong. But continue. Um, I don't know where I was at. Oh, Jason Dayum's leaving. Kyrie's leaving. Boston is going to have to do whatever they do, but without... Without Kyrie and without Jason Tatum, 
I feel like they're. I feel like it's more or less coming down to how the Celtics play out this season. If they get knocked out in, let's say, the second round, Kyrie's gone. If they get knocked out in the Eastern Conference Finals, Kyrie is still gone. So you're saying a finals? What, what about finals appearance? Does he a, fin- a finals appearance, he stays. Okay, so he's staying. We're, we're, no. we're winning the NBA Finals. No, you're, no, you're not. Celtics Nuggets. <laughs> be there. Be square. <laughs> no, the Celtics are not going to the Finals this year. Uh, I'm just going to say here first. The Celtics aren't going to the Finals. It's either, to me, right now, the way it's like, it's adding up. If you see the me, 76ers. It's either, first, Toronto Raptors. No. Two, Milwaukee Bucks. Then three, the 76ers. The only one I actually will give you is the Bucks. Raptors, they did not get better after the trade deadline. Celtics are just better than they are. Kawhi's leaving, so they don't have a future there either. Kawhi's going to become a member of the Celtics next year. Anyways, so... (laughs) (laughs) The Bucks are the only ones because Giannis is a superstar. As we've seen with LeBron, superstars can impact games more than we think they can. LeBron James carried that Cavs team to a finals appearance. And we talked about this, I think it was last week or the week before. If that game one doesn't happen and the Cavs win, I think it might have gone seven games and I would give the advantage to LeBron. Mm -hmm. That's just how LeBron James can impact the game. And he's out of shape now and the Lakers are probably not going to make the playoffs. But as we said, if it's a 1-8 sort of thing, I still give LeBron James the upper hand. He is the greatest player since... I have been born and had the chance to watch. I believe Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time still. Mm-hmm. I still give him that title. But LeBron James is the best basketball player I've had the chance to witness in his current career when he wasn't with the Wizards. Because I think I did watch a game with Michael Jordan with the Wizards. And I had, a, I had a poster of him in a Wizards jersey too. So, yeah. I... I... I I think I'm just I'm just losing faith in Boston. They're losing games that they should have won. They're kind of going on a tear right now, but you know, All Star break. Who knows what happens after this All Star break? You know, players get rusty. They get out of that rhythm a little bit and stuff. You know, make some dumb decisions. But I'm gonna say here first, and you can quote me on this, July first. Philip Dr- Philip the Odomus, okay. See into the future, okay. If you ever need your palm read, you can find me here at the UC. Boston is not making the finals. They're gonna get knocked out. Maybe second round. It'll go a few games, maybe six or seven. But they're gonna get out of here. They're gonna be going home early. Jason Tatum has you know plans in you know. Maui Wowie in Hawaii, May in the May in in May. Okay, we all know that. We all know it. Okay, Boston Celtics players, start booking your travel dates for vacation around end of around beginning of May. You know, end of April time. Just keep those dates open. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so I hear you, and you know. I respect you as a person. Um, <laughs> so we're going to go on to the next thing here. I just think it doesn't work out that way. 
I could see it potentially happening. What you're saying is not 100% wrong. But I do think, I think the Celtics come out of the East. They're the best coached team in the Eastern Conference. And Kyrie Irving is the superstar as well. Mm-hmm. And I like him over anyone in the Eastern Conference. Still, I don't think they win the finals, though. I will be on the record. I think if they have to play the Nuggets, I don't like that matchup Mm-mm. at all. They have no one to match up well. Horford is playing really well right now. But Jokic would destroy yeah, Horford. You can't take Jokic and Plumlee. Like, no. Especially if they run them both. Yeah. And honestly, who the heck would guard Isaiah Thomas? Rozier, I don't think, is fast enough. And mm-hmm. Kyrie is not strong enough defensively. Marcus Smart would foul out in two minutes. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. Before we go into our next thing, talking about Michael Jordan reminded me of something. It is the day after Valentine's Day. And I have classic Michael Jordan Valentine's. So... Here's one for you, Philip. Wow. It says time out for fun. They're my favorite things <laughs> in the world. They have the best things on them. They're from the 1980s. You can tell how old this package is. I bought them off eBay like two years wow. ago. They are my favorite things in the world. I love them so much. Time out for fun. I'm going to cherish this forever. Thank I you, hope Nate. you do. I only <laughs> give them out to the best. <laughs> All right. So the next thing, All-Star Weekend. It is here, baby. Woo! All-Star Weekend. Yeah. All-Star Weekend. All right. So we're here. Tonight is the first exciting activity, I guess, we have, yep. and that's the Rising Stars game, right? Rising Stars game, the world versus the U.S., which I find that kind of problematic at times, but... <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to the political science major to bring up the problematic-isms, but that... Is that not a word? <laughs> Problematic-isms? It should be a word. Webster, put that in the dictionary. <laughs> Problematic-isms. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it is tonight. I think it's at seven p.m. Mountain Time, so okay. eight Eastern, nine Eastern, nine Eastern. Central is eight. Yeah, yeah. Central is Eastern, and then Pacific is six. Okay, yeah. But that's going to be a good game. I feel like you know the USA has a chip on their shoulder this year because I think they've lost the last two years. Yeah, already. So. I've heard that like the you know USA players Jason Tatum, um, Darren Fox, um, Jaron Jackson. Um, I don't think Lonzo's playing, but you know De- Donovan Mitchell. I think they're all going to come out play really hard. I'm excited to see what Trey Young does because I haven't really been able to watch Trey Young this season, yeah. and that's who a player of mine who I've been very excited for. And then uh, Kevin Knox as well. Um, and yeah, I think. But if I have to make a prediction. I'm going to have to go with the world on this one. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> Luca's going to drop 50, and that's my bold prediction for yeah. today. He's coached by um, the European godfather, Dirk Nowitzki, and he is going to lead them to victory. Uh, Kyrie Irving is the – I don't think he's, like, an actual head coach, but, like, they're, like, ceremonial head mm-hmm. coaches. Uh, Dirk is for the world, and Kyrie Irving is for – the U.S. team, uh, Luca is going to dominate 100%. And, yeah, that's He's all you need to know. He's going to win MVP. He, yeah. He is so good. I love him so yeah. much. Hopefully, we get the chance to watch him in March when he comes to Denver because mm-hmm. he is beautiful, and I would marry him. You know? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I really want him on the Celtics. So, if the Celtics, Danny Ainge, just give me a call. I'll tell you how to do it. All right. Um... So what are you looking forward to most uh, Saturday in the All-Star Weekend activities? Um, probably the three-point contest. I'm really looking forward to that. 
I mean, the All-Star game itself is always, like, a big thing, you know, to watch and just, like, you know, spend time watching that. But I always like the three-point contest. Like, that's always a thing for me. The dunk contest is, like, every year for me has, like, slowly lost the stature of just, like, importance to me because, like, I feel like players at times just aren't being creative enough. And I know that's pretty hard whenever it's, like, a dunk. You know, how can you dunk it? any other way than like has already been done do you expect people to like dunk it with their feet and stuff but i would like to just see some more like variety there and also at the same time i you know steph curry and his brother are in it dirk is in it what more could you want to watch you know that's that's where i am at especially because the dunk contest it does not look great Mm -hmm. three run contest looks a lot better and then i was I don't love the skills challenge because it's just, it's kind of, they do it at halftime and like in between quarters at NBA games. Like it's yeah. not, I don't think it's a real skill challenge, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's pretty cool. I did like it when they used to do the one where it was like a WNBA player, a legend, and then a current player. Mm-hmm. They did like some sort of skill stuff with that. I think that was fun because you yeah. always got to see, you know, see if, you know, those old timers still had anything left in the tank, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, some things that people want to see at the All-Star Game that I've heard, people want Michael Jordan to check in. It is in Charlotte. He does own the Hornets. They want him to check into the All-Star Game. I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, I would love to see him check into, like, the Celebrity All-Star Game. That would yeah. be pretty sweet. I bet you he still has it. I you bet. don't lose it. No. Competitive as, as he is. Like... Oh, yeah. He he would drop 60. <laughs> I forgot about the Celebrity All-Star Game. Yeah. Is that tonight as well? I don't know. Who's it? Have they even released, like, who's playing in that? I think so. Let's, the stats department is working really yeah. hard right now. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to our, our stat department here. <laughs> punching in the numbers. They're cranking out the uh, graphs here. Um, uh, we're going to have the results for you in a little bit. Do, 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 do. All right, so the stats department came come back with some stats, uh, and the 2019 All Star Celebrity Game will give us a basketball matchup with Quavo, Ooh. Ray Allen, Ooh. Asia Wilson. I believe she's a WNBA player. Okay. Uh, Hassan Minhaj a former reporter for The Daily Show. He now has his own show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronnie 2K, he's like the spokesperson for the 2K games. You've probably oh. seen him on uh, social media. A coach by Don Staley and Stu Bird. She's an executive with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, there are a number of other participants in this game. Okay. This is not the best article because <laughs> they only talk about the people this writer knew. Oh, right. well, I, I can talk about for the home team, it's Mike Coulter. He's Luke Cage. Ooh. Um, Chris Daughtry. Ooh, yeah. I I, I don't know who that he's is. He's like an alternative kind of music rock okay. star. He was on American Idol. Okay. Um, Terrence J, on-air okay. host. Is that the guy from like 106 in Park? I don't know. Yeah. Um, famous Los. He's famous on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> if you like ever like are scrolling to like the NBA or... 
anything on Instagram, his comment is always like on the bottom. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what he actually looks like. Um, Dr. Oz. Wow. <laughs> Rhapsody, okay. uh, rapper. I know her. Um, Bo Reinhardt. I don't okay. know. JB to breathe, vocalist and musician. That's hmm. what I have here. JB Smooth. Um, he's from uh, Curvy Enthusiasm. Really funny guy. Yeah. Steve Smith. Oh wow. Um, Asia Wilson, like you said, uh, W twenty eighteen WNBA Rookie of the Year. Nice. Um, Jay Williams, ESPN College basketball analyst. He's a former Duke player. I think oh, really? that's noted. And Jason Weinman. All it says is hometown hero. All right, I'll I'll work to find why he's a hometown hero. Okay. You can continue with the away team. The away team, uh, like Nate said, Ronnie Two K, director of influencer marketing for Two K Sports. Um, Ray Allen. We all. I don't even need to go into you know description on who he is. Um, AJ Buckley, SEAL team actor. I, is I seal team like the movie? I, I don't know. Um, this one's a big one. Big name for all my reggaeton fans. Bad Bunny. Huh. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Hey, we'll see if we can play. Yeah. Stephanie Dolson, WNBA Chicago okay. um, Sky Center. Um, Mark Larcy, co-owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Hassan Minaj, actor, comedian. Uh, then we have Quavo. Don't even need to go into description on him. All we need to know is Quavo. <laughs> That's all we need to say. And then Adam Ray, comedian, about last night podcast. I, I don't know who he is. Okay. Amanda Seals, another actor, comedian, recording artist. James Shaw Jr., another hometown hero. So I actually know this one without researching. Really? Um, there was the Waffle uh waffle house shooting a couple of, and he actually was the guy who stopped oh, that so that was him yeah nice. pretty cool hmm. that's cool that he's doing this yeah um brad williams comedian about last night podcast another one so and those are the uh that's the roster awesome so uh wine wineman uh, is the home team's featured hometown hero. It's a spot designed by the NBA to honor exemplary citizens, which mm -hmm. is really cool. Yeah. I, I think that's great. Um, this past September, he used a military transport vehicle, which he bought at a government auction a decade ago to rescue residents of New Bern who were stranded during Tropical Storm Florence. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I that's think that's cool. great. Um, Quavo is the only returning player from last year. He was named MVP after scoring a game-high 19 points. So we'll look for him to have a big night. Yep. As well. Uh, and so let me find out when the game is. <laughs> oh, it's actually tonight. Tonight. Okay. It's at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Wasn't the Rising Stars game at 7 p.m.? Oh, wait, no. 7 p.m. Eastern time. So okay, so 5. No. Yeah, 5. Yeah, 5. five. 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 Okay. <laughs> so 5 p.m. <laughs> so it's, it's probably right before the... Isn't the celebrity game on ESPN and everything's on TNT? Yeah, you can watch this on ESPN. Okay, And then awesome. yeah, everything else is on... TNT, so sweet. So look out for that. It'll be a great, great night for Quavo. <laughs> so I think that's the show for today. I thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be back next week. But we will not be doing a show the week after. We might do a late, yeah, 
remote podcast. We haven't decided all that yet, but a we will be in New York lot, City. Uh, a remote podcast from New York, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Questionable? With Adam Silver. I think that the <laughs> offices are in New York. Anyways. Adam Silver and James Dolan. <laughs> all right, that's the show for today. If you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we're at the Two Minute Drill. On Twitter, DA, the number two minute drill. Uh, also, follow UCCS Radio and everything. We'll be throwing up updates on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that and more. If you want to listen to the show afterwards, if you're just walking by like, man, that sounds like great podcast chemistry right there. We're a podcast as well. Make sure you look us up anywhere you get your podcast. You listen to Google Play. You listen to Spotify. You listen to iTunes. You want to listen on the Podbean website. Just look up UCCS Radio Sports. We're on all of those websites now. And if you get a chance, rate us five stars. It helps us a lot and helps more people find us. We'll see you guys next week.